Today is Monday, November 27th, 2023. We hope that you had a blessed Thanksgiving with your family and loved ones celebrating an alpha holiday. I will not apologize for America being an apex culture. Great holiday where we give thanks to God for his providence, and we will continue to cover God's providence on this show. South Carolina crowd roars for Donald Trump. Protesters boo for Biden in deep blue Massachusetts on a private island that Joe Biden apparently won by 80% of the vote. And Cash Patel joins the show to talk about the brand new January 6th footage. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. How do we keep up the energy? Obviously, you know the way we keep up the energy is not the Hunter Biden way. No, no, we go all natural with sweet, delicious black caffeine, ground up, hot water, straight into our veins, pop. That's how it goes, baby. This show is caffeinated and it is wonderful because we are caffeinated via our friends at Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee keeps us running because Blackout Coffee is a company that is made by patriots, created by patriots, and people who hate communism. And, you know, it's really great because those people make a powerful brew that gives us the energy to fight the communists. We encourage you to drink Blackout Coffee made right here in the great state of Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, go to blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Use the coupon code Benny for 20% off your first order. Makes a great Christmas present. Check out all the gear section for some incredible gift ideas too. blackoutcoffee.com slash Benny. Be awake, not woke. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone who has two eyeballs to look out of their heads and to see the world around us knows that things are not getting better in this country. Things are getting worse. Things have gotten worse everywhere in this country, in every city. Nothing is getting better. Everything is deteriorating and decaying. And that is a very bad thing. It is a, there's like a, a sense in the air. It's spiritual. And there's also something very spiritual, a miracle, near I say, something that, of course, shouldn't be happening, but is. You can see here. These are the recent polls for the general election 2024, which is nigh on 11 months away. Are you, you ready? 11 months away. The Iowa caucuses are in six weeks. Six weeks. And Iowa selects the Republican, uh, votes for the Republican nominee. Of course, there's lots of caucuses and lots of primaries. Iowa's the first in six weeks. Are you prepared? Less than 11 months from now, we will have a general election. And right now, what you are seeing is Donald Trump leading by in every single poll, except for some really absurd outliers, Donald Trump leading in commanding capacity in every poll that is available. Now, why is this astonishing? Why is this shocking? Obviously, we know that Donald Trump is the people's champion, the man in the arena, but it's shocking because these polls are rigged against us. Polls done by corporate media and done by uh, large multinational corporations uh, and educational institutions are rigged against Republicans because they are done by large multinational corporations like NBC News, YouGov, Reuters, Morning Consult, Emerson, Harvard Harris. So a conservative in Pennsylvania gets a call and is like, hi, I'm calling from Harvard. Do, do you think that conservative is going to answer the phone? Going to tell them an honest, like honestly what they believe? No. So these polls are suppression polls. And yet Donald Trump is winning in all of them. Donald Trump with a total spread across all polls of plus 2.5 points. Donald Trump plus four. Plus three, plus six, plus six, plus two, plus one, plus two, plus four. Averaging out to an absolutely dominant electoral probability here. You can see there, oh my goodness gracious. Look at Donald Trump. Looks like Tesla stock after they launched the Cybertruck. ALX, you better get his footage. Look at that. Donald Trump going up and Joe Biden going. This is Joe Biden's poll. Oh, we're so sorry, Joe. Really astonishing. Yeah, I've never seen anything. Christmas come early. I've never seen anything like it. 
So these are the suppression polls are showing a landslide for Donald Trump. My heavens. Now, of course, you wouldn't have to look into the cross tabs and the data of all these polls. All you'd have need to see is, well, open your eyes and have a look at the man in the arena. This is the man in the arena, Donald Trump arriving in South Carolina for a football game between South Carolina, Gamecocks, and Clemson University, right? Intra, intrastate rival, intrastate rival. This is what it sounded like when Donald Trump took the field. So there are many in the corporate press that are trying to say that that is booing, that people were booing Donald Trump. So why don't we hit him from another angle? That was Donald Trump on the field. How about we listen to Donald Trump's arrival at the stadium from the stands? This is a moment. This is a movement. And we should appreciate that. And we should accept and appreciate that we are living through a once in a lifetime revenge arc story. And it is spiritual in nature. And it is powerful. And it is exciting. And we should embrace that and appreciate it. Donald Trump handed out Cracker Jack boxes inside of the arena. This is what that looked like. magic of Donald Trump. It's really that people are just tired of being told that we're not a priority in this nation. It's actually one of the foundational principles of this show and of what we do. Uh, we prioritize Americans. Yes, we are aware that there is global suffering. Yes, we are aware that bad things happen on planet Earth. But I'm an American, damn it. And my countrymen and my brethren who live here on this nation in this soil with our history and our culture, they are suffering and they deserve to be prioritized. We are the greatest economy on earth. We have the greatest military on earth. We are the greatest nation to ever exist. And we are being abandoned by our leadership class. And Donald Trump says that's bad. And that's it. That's all he did was he said, you should actually be prioritized. We call that America first. And that is what you see there. That is the popular notion of populism. And this is what you're seeing now uh, grip the country as the country begins to get hollowed out from end to end. And as people begin to realize slowly but surely, but that, that, that the leadership class in this nation not only doesn't like us, they, they hate us. They, des they despise the people who live here. There's a great quote from, I believe it was Socrates, talking about the nature of tyrants and saying that it is the tyrant, the nature of the tyrant is to actually hate and despise his fellow citizens because they view him as an equal, right? Is Joe Biden better than you? No. In, in every single way, Joe Biden is worse than you are. Joe Biden is a worse human being than you. He married his children's babysitter that he was stooping, cheating on his wife with? And that's Jill. Jill cheated on her husband with Joe Biden. Then they raised these degenerate kids who are sex pests and drug fiends. 
Maybe Joe Biden himself a drug fiend. Then they defrauded America again and again and again, committing real, actual bona fide crimes against the American people, treasonous in nature. Yeah, yeah, you're better than Joe Biden. But you see, Joe Biden sees you. He hates the fact that you see him as an equal. He hates the fact that you have the capacity and the right to criticize him and his choices to enrich his family off the backs, sweat, blood, tears, you, and your children. And that how dare you assume that he and his family should be prosecuted the same way that you would have been prosecuted, but you'd have been prosecuted decades ago, you see. Joe Biden's been springing Hunter from prison, what, back in 1986? Back in the 80s was when Hunter Biden was first first caught a case for doing coke back in New Jersey. Yeah. So, again, they don't like their fellow citizens. They enjoy the company of aliens. They enjoy the company of strangers. This is the Socrates quote. But the tyrant, the nature of the tyrant is to enjoy the company of strangers. Because those people wouldn't dare question them. They can lord over these people. They can rule over these people because these the, the, the company of aliens and the company of strangers, they just have to be there. Does our open borders start making more sense to you? This is the nature of the tyrant. Because, you see, eventually, tyranny in its most banal form – this is not elegant tyranny. It is uh, abs- or sophisticated tyranny. It is just brutalist tyranny of, of the Joe Biden model. It begins to piss off everyone. It begins to piss off the right, the center, the left. People begin to say this person is a a deeply diabolical figure, and maybe we've made a horrible mistake. And so while Donald Trump was being cheered from the rafters in a roar that like rattles my earpiece when we play the clip in South Carolina. Stadiums of people standing up for him and cheering on populism, which of course Donald Trump's message, Donald Trump you know, has flaws in his messaging, but his crystal clear ring as a bell message is, I will defend you. The American people are my first priority. You are not my last priority. Joe Biden's message is, You are my last priority. And what's amazing is that that's not even popular in places where Joe Biden is supposedly popular, where Joe Biden supposedly won places like Nantucket. Now, Nantucket is a small little private island off the coast of Massachusetts. It voted 80 percent for Joe Biden. Joe Biden then chooses, of course, to vacation there and to make that his family's little play place. He brings his criminal son who's facing criminal indictments across the land with him, his uh, deeply disturbed and degenerate family, go read Ashley Biden's diary, Uh, Joe Biden heating up the showers in the $63 million mansion that they live in. So by the way, as you suffer and as we suffer some of the highest prices and some of the the worst Black Friday sales uh, in American history, Joe Biden is living large in a $63 million mansion given to him by a billionaire who's a donor of his on a private island that voted for him by 80%, okay, in the 2020 election. Here's what's remarkable. What's remarkable is that Joe Biden can't even walk down the street in a place that has no, in a place that doesn't have any bridge connection to like mainland Massachusetts. Like you couldn't drive there. You need to take a private flight to get there And Joe Biden is so unpopular that when he tried to walk down the street to shop with his family on Black Friday, well, he was given this treatment. Watch. Oh, my. Well, that doesn't sound good. According to the news reports here at the Daily Mail, shame on you. Biden gets booed and heckled in the streets of Nantucket as protesters are kept away from president after interrupting his earlier shopping trip. 
Protesters were kept six blocks away from Joe Biden on Saturday. How's that for freedom of speech? Biden's motorcade even took a different route into town. <laughs> One that avoided driving past a group of protesters gathered on the side of the road. Biden's family's Nantucket stay has been repeatedly interrupted by protesters. This is a private island. These protesters have been confirmed to be residents of the island. Isn't that delicious? So they didn't bust people in because, well, there's no roads. There's no roads. You can't drive there and bust anyone in. These people lived on the island that voted for Joe Biden by 80 percent, and they are following him around, screaming at him, calling him Genocide Joe and saying, we're going to lock you up. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Joe Biden asked about his age. Hey, are you too old to run for president? You can barely walk. You can barely move. You can't even move your head as you walk down the road. We'll play you the clip in just a second. Here's what Joe Biden said when asked, are you too old to run for president? The oldest president in U.S. history also continues to face questions about his age, even here in Nantucket. Mr. President, are you too old to be running for re-election? Stupid. <laughs> Why is Donald Trump beating you in the latest poll? President Biden faces the lowest approval rating of his presidency. We hope to hear from President Biden before he takes off to go back to Washington. <laughs> That's stupid. Remember what would happen when Donald Trump would wander around? Like everyone would just screaming, Yeah, hey, Donald Trump! Why, why, why did you, why are you such a big, mean, racist person? Why did you skin orange? Everyone's screaming at Donald Trump from the top of their lungs. People are lunatics. Joe Biden gets one question about the polls that we just showed you. That show him collapsing across the nation, Donald Trump winning in a landslide. And he goes, not stupid. 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 Well, what's not stupid is this fascinating little bit from the Daily Mail that talks about how Joe Biden, and you got to see some of the images in this article. You got to see some of these photos in this Daily Mail. Well, look at this one. <laughs> what is this? It really does look like it really does look like elder abuse is what it looks like. This looks like the grand. This looks like your grandfather, great grandfather, uh, sipping his applesauce right during activity hour inside of the nursing home. This thin, wafting, thinning hair is translucent skin. These are the protesters screaming at him. Here's Joe Biden holding creepily holding the hand of his uh, granddaughter. Yikes! And then the uh, protests along the side of the road that kept Joe Biden from driving down the road. How amazing is this? The emperor has no clothes. They they rerouted the president's motorcade, which is quite a thing to do, by the way. Rerouted it to get away from the protesters on the private island. Here's uh, the criminal son of the president that who isn't in shackles, but is allowed to go on taxpayer-funded expensive vacations. The criminal child of the president of the United States uh, these are really the the photos get the photos get really funny here. <laughs> Look at this one. Keep going. Here's Joe Biden walking by a coffee shop window. Look at that. <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't even know they're there. <laughs> uh, look at these people. Can you imagine smiling like seeing Joe Biden? Look at how gross he looks. Now it gets worse. Okay, it gets worse. So there's an amazing part. There's an amazing part of the write-up from how the uh, how Joe Biden spent his little uh, his little Thanksgiving here. But there's there is one photo that you got to see. You got to scroll down to the photo of Jill with the skull. Look at this. Oh man, look at this. Look how dumpy your first lady is. Oh my gosh, I am not trying to be mean, but like, you should not, if you're first lady of the United States, have some class, will you? Look at her schlomping around in yoga pants. Schlomping around in yoga pants. She got a skull and crossbones on her leg. Most, I mean, most likely a message to, uh, I don't know, every American. 
based on the uh, fentanyl that they're allowing into the country? Who's that a message to? It's the skull and crossbones on uh, on on her leg. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not the way a first lady is supposed to look. This is trashy. This is a trash heap. You're not supposed to schlomp around in yoga pants looking like a slob. How gross. How grotesque. And the entire family looks like this. Look at this. Here are all the Biden, all the Biden granddaughters. They're all wearing the same thing. Like they know they're getting photographed. Like everyone's out, like looking like just complete trash, looking like a complete slob. Have some respect. Have some dignity. You, you represent us. It's bigger than you. If you want to just live as like a, a slovenly trash heap, scroll down one more, one more. There you go. Like, like you shouldn't have run for office. You should have just grifted off Chinese dollars and Ukrainian dollars. But here we are. This is the world that we live in. Okay, so here we go. This is my favorite thing. There was a Christmas tree lighting. <laughs> there was a Christmas tree lighting in the town. We'll play you the clip. And they these protesters were chanting at the Christmas tree. The Bidens were there. And these protesters were chanting at the Christmas tree lighting, Biden, Biden, you can't hide. We'll charge you with genocide. <laughs> I love it. No rest for the wicked. No rest for the wicked. A man went up to the microphone to remind them that this is a community tree lighting and said that while he respects their right to the First Amendment, he encouraged them to stop. They resisted, but their message was drowned out by the crowds cheering and loud Christmas music playing. The children's choir was rushed over to the president in the interim to entertain Joe Biden. So to keep the protesters from screaming at Joe Biden, they shoved a children's choir, they moved the children's choir in between them. You can see it. The demonstrators were all Nantucket natives or currently live on the island. Check this out. You this is a community event that is not a political event. Thank you very much. <laughs> no rest for the wicked. Come on, baby. So, again, we find that there is real power in the people of the United States of America. It is a wonderful thing that we can speak and that we can speak truth to power and we can criticize our elected leaders. And Joe Biden, of course, finds himself in a trap of his own making, attempting to appease. I'm not saying that we agree with like the radical Hamas wing of the left wing party, but it's your party. You break it. You buy it, pal. We love it. And so torment, we love that Joe Biden is being tormented everywhere that he goes. And it's not just Nantucket. This is a trend that we have spotted with blue states across the country. And again, could you imagine Joe Biden walking on the field in South Carolina? What would the response be? Now, I realize that Donald Trump gets booed every once in a while. And I realize that people like flip off Donald Trump. That's fine. That's what it means to be in the arena. That means you love your countrymen and you can you can take it. Joe Biden, like there is no more of a secure location for a Democrat president than a Nantucket Island off the coast of Massachusetts, packed exclusively with your billionaire donors. There just isn't. He's in the most isolated possible, hermetically sealed, safe lib zone. And yet here we have Joe Biden be, having to reroute his motorcade because there are so many protesters against him. And it's not just there. Other safe places that Joe Biden has vacation because he spent 40 plus percent of his presidency on vacation, Lake Tahoe, which is located in California, a, of course, famously blue state with uh, pockets of extreme liberalism like Lake Tahoe, where only rich, uh, flamboyant uh, leftist donors ca can afford to go on vacation. Here's what it sounds like when Joe Biden walks outside of his motorcade in Lake Tahoe. Talking to the UAW, obviously I'm concerned. I think that there should be a circumstance where the jobs that are being displaced, replaced with new jobs, they should go to the 
first choice should go to the UAW member who had the job, and the salary should be commensurate. Has speaking Donald Trump's mugshot yet? I did see it on television. What'd you think? Handsome guy. And wonderful guy. He is, he is a handsome guy. Last <laughs> photo right there. So he's getting booed and shouted down in Lake Tahoe in California. So that's not good enough. Let's go to another private island. So let's get as far away as we can get. From mainland United States, maybe that's the problem, that he's on mainland United States in the lower 48, as they call it. Let's get off the country entirely. Let's go to Hawaii. Now, I'm looking at the Hawaii electoral map right now for the 2020 election. Looks like Joe Biden won 63% of Hawaii. Donald Trump only 34%. Joe Biden doubled the amount of votes that uh, Donald Trump got in Hawaii. Yet when Joe Biden arrives in Hawaii to fall asleep at some remembrance ceremony for the Maui fires, uh, this is how he was greeted. Wow, he's finally here. Wow, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. You can feel the love emanating from this uh, state that voted. Look at that. Boy, oh boy. Look at how strongly they voted for Joe. These people, they just they just love him so much. It's starting to get a trend here. It's starting to get a trend rolling. It's almost like Joe Biden isn't our most popular president in American history. <laughs> you know, New Jersey voted for Joe Biden. Big time, big time. New Jersey, definitely. All these votes for Biden. That, you know, people are getting get, people are getting prosecuted for open mass mail in vote fraud in New Jersey. But, yeah, definitely all these people voted for Joe Biden for sure. Yeah. Of course, you'd have to open your eyes and ears and listen to how Joe Biden is welcomed in New Jersey to really ask yourself, like, is this is this man the most popular president in New Jersey? Would that be Donald Trump? Watch. That's New Jersey, people. That was Joe Biden's arrival at a factory in New Jersey. We can, we can play this all day. Final one, final one. Joe Biden in Philadelphia. Philadelphia, of course, is supposed to be the rock-solid blue ruby in the state of Pennsylvania. Must-win swing state of Pennsylvania. Done everything they possibly can to destroy the voting systems there, to rig that vote, and to make it impossible to even trust the machines that are tallying the vote. We have a wild story on that, how a machine was switching votes inside of a county in Pennsylvania. And it, it's like it's the evidence is demonstrable. It actually did that. This is for like a low, this is for like a judge, a judgeship, uh, retaining judges in that county in, in a place called Northampton, Pennsylvania. But nonetheless, this is how Joe Biden is greeted in dark blue Philadelphia. Oh, hello, hello. Something you don't know. My state of Delaware, a little state, because we had a small population, had the highest percentage of UAW workers in the United States of America. We had the largest GM plant. We had the largest Chrysler plant outside of Detroit. And we had a lot of shipping as well. But here's the deal. I got raised on automobiles. My dad ran an automobile. He didn't own it. He ran an automobile agency for a long time. No, 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 let, let it go. Mm, okay. That's actually one of multiple videos that we, I thought, I was thinking about the other one where he's trying to like deliver pizzas or something and people are screaming at him. 
at the fire station. There's like multiple videos where Joe Biden can't speak in Pennsylvania. But that one's even more hilarious because these people were invited into the arena with Joe Biden. Right. Wild. Wild. So what do the polls look like in the micro? Right. So we've done the macro, the real clear politics average. What do the polls look like in the micro? Well, Politico has an interesting story here about how the polls just keep getting worse. And there's no sign that there's anything on the horizon that will make it better. There's going to be an economic collapse. There's going to be a commercial real estate collapse in 2024. Count on it. There's going to be layoffs in 2024. Things are not going to get better. Things are about to get much, much worse. It will accelerate. The Biden policies It will now accelerate. It is Actually, only in the third and fourth year of your presidential term where you begin to see the net effects of the political action. It takes a while. Economies are extremely complicated and extremely sophisticated. It takes a lot of time for something to move through the bloodstream of an economy. Polls keep getting worse for Biden from Politico. President Joe Biden's numbers keep getting worse. November started with New York Times Seneca College showing Trump ahead by four in six swing states. More indicators of Biden electoral peril soon followed. The president's standing in head-to-head matchups with Trump is failing. Among the latest surveys this month, 13 separate pollsters, Biden's position is worse than their previous polls. But on all but two of them, Biden's poll numbers have gotten much worse. You can see here in the breakdown, the Fox News, NBC News, Emerson, Cole, Quinnipiac poll, Rasmussen polls. These kind of things are snapshots and are devastating for a regime that lives off of fake polling. Joe Biden's going to win Wisconsin by 20 points. It's fake polling. The polls are fake. While polls suggest most of the movement comes from voters abandoning Biden, who's become un- who might become undecided but not swinging to support Trump, the Republican has also started to gain steam. Trump's vote, vote share and national polling average is higher now than at any point in the past year. The state-level data is just striking. In addition to those New York Times Seneca poll, within the last week and a half, more surveys have shown Trump ahead by eight points in Arizona, five points in Michigan. Biden's recent slide, his political uh, predicament, some 11 months before Election Day, represents a confluence of slippage with reliable Democratic constituencies like young voters, the outbreak of the war in the Middle East, and the rise of an independent and third-party candidates who could siphon away votes from Trump and Biden. This week's NBC News poll has a stunning result, Trump leading Biden among young voters younger than 35, 46% to 42%, because people remember, young people remember, we got young people on our staff, they want to buy houses, Joe Biden has made that impossible, they want to get their lives started, start capturing some of that American dream. So. This is what we are finding. This is what we are seeing across the nation. The Emerson poll, Trump is now widening his lead by four points in a national survey. Former President Trump widens his lead against President Biden by four points in a hypothetical 2024 matchup, according to a new poll. The Emerson College survey, ladies and gentlemen, people are just over. They're over it. They're sick of it. And they're done. They're done with a broken system run by a guy who clearly has dementia. Have you... This there's this tweet from Theo Vaughn, who's this comedian, that's so good. And it's like, man, maybe he listens to the show because we've been saying this for a long time. He says it's elder abuse, what they're doing to Joe Biden. There's a guy who's not particularly political, right? Maybe you know Theo Vaughn. He's got Netflix specials, right? He's he's like big main. He's a mainstream comedian, and he's up here saying. Yo, uh, like what they're doing to Joe Biden is mental, is, is abuse. Joe Biden has dementia. Can we please stop parading him around and pretending that he doesn't? It's honestly sad to see what they do to a senior citizen. If somebody did that to my grandpa, I would whoop their ass. Would you let Joe Biden run your business? Would you let Joe Biden pick you up in an Uber and drive you to the airport? Would you let Joe Biden watch your kids for an afternoon? Well, why are you letting him run the country? Well, we're not. It's like they're creating Stockholm syndrome with the rest of us, Theovon says in a response. And then Theovon saying, it's sick to do this to somebody. When somebody says his family ought to be ashamed of themselves, it's not a representation of who I think we are as a people. This is such, I have no indication that Theovon is some MAGA hat wearing Republican, right? 
This is just a really excellent snapshot of where the American people are. This exchange from, again, this Netflix special mainstream comedian. Joe Biden's family uh, are committing elder abuse with a guy who has dementia. Now, Theo Vaughn is not a doctor, nor am I, but a man who is a doctor, a doctor to presidents exclusively, is a man named Ronnie Jackson, who had this to say over the weekend about Joe Biden's obvious dementia. There's no better way to say it. Watch. How fast does this decline happen based on your experience in the medical field? Well, it's happening quickly, Sean. And like you said, I've taken care of actually three presidents. I was also there during the Bush administration, so I know firsthand what it takes to be the commander in chief and the head of state. Uh, It's a grueling job, both mentally and physically. This man can't do the job. He's proven to us every single day that he can't do the job. You know, uh, but this is going to get worse. I've been saying this since he was candidate, Joe Biden. I saw it early on. And like you said, I wasn't making a diagnosis, but I said something's going on here. This man's got cognitive issues related to his age. It's just continued to get worse. And I did this the other day. I went back and I looked at some stuff from two or three years ago when he was or from three over three years ago when he was running for office and compared it to right now. And it's just unbelievable how much he's degenerated just during his time in office. We cannot afford to have this man in office for, you know, the remainder of this term and then another four years after that. He's already putting us at great risk right now. Look at what's happening to our economy, our southern border we just talked about, overseas, uh, the, the wars that we're getting drawn into, things that wouldn't happen if, if, uh, if Donald Trump were there because our enemies don't fear us anymore. They have no respect for us anymore. And our adversaries don't trust us anymore. And it's because we don't have the leadership in the White House that we need. And it's because this man, whether he, even if he wanted to, he cannot provide that leadership. He is not physically and cognitively fit for office anymore. And somebody in his inner circle needs to step up to the plate and make him aware of this. And he needs to move on for, for, for the safety and security of this country. But please don't love Ronnie Jackson. He's been a friend of the show. He's come on the show a bunch of times, you know, Congressman Ronnie Jackson. Please don't listen to Ronnie Jackson. Keep running, Joe Biden. Keep keep going. Keep going. It's this man's own demented personal hubris that keeps him in the race. And he can't, he can't, he's been surrounded by so many yes men and by so many people that benefit and gain corrupt business dealings and riches based on Joe Biden's uh, position of power that he that he's just going to keep going until I think something horrible happens. Right. Not that I'm asking for that, but the, the, you can already see in the reporting by the Biden bubble wrap that the White House is putting him under the don't trip and fall task force. Joe Biden can't even walk around Nantucket without being screamed at or booed. Ladies and gentlemen, part of that is obviously uh, policy decisions, and part of that is just this greater feeling that America is borrowing so much money that people don't even want to buy our debt anymore. And you know what happens in these cycles, right? This is the cycle of every single nation in decline. It needs to stop. It needs to end. There's a lot of reasons, a lot of ways you can fix it. You can just not spend as much money as you take in in taxes. Right now, all the money we're taking in in taxes – goes to pay the interest on our debt, not even the principal. It really is indeed time to consider investing in something beyond a fiat currency that the government can print until it is worth less. The dollar has never been worth less in your lifetime. You need to invest in precious metals. You need to invest in gold. There's a reason why gold was brought to the Christ child by the three wise men and why gold is an excellent investment today. Go to my friends at Allegiance Gold, ladies and gentlemen, and just knock on the door and ask a little bit about diversification into precious metals, your IRA, your 401k, you can move those assets into gold and gold hit record highs, actually above 2000. Once again, this morning, I follow this because I personally invest in gold with my friends at Allegiant Gold. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or call 84466-BENNY, get $5,000 in free silver with qualifying purchase. Protect your future now with Allegiant Gold. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a golden opportunity to do something on this program that is uh, sort of the point of this show, which is truth. The truth shall set you free. And we are, we feel particularly thankful and blessed that Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, has released all of the January 6th footage. One, we are adults. And we can take it. As I've said often on this program, if you are a hooligan, 
If you had a little sippy sip that morning, a little too much Jack Daniels from the flask, and you punched a cop, well, you deserve uh, to catch a case. That's just how it works. But that's less than 0.0.1% of everybody who was there that day and the vast preponderance of everyone there that day. Not only have we proven we're simply peaceful protesters through the release of this footage, but we're potentially incited who were potentially incited by the police activity. We have new footage of a grandmother being shoved down the stairs by the cops. I mean, it's horrifying. And now, of course, you can see the earpieces, you can see the police opening the doors, really brings into question, like, what the hell was going on that day? Now, on this program, we've had the man who was in charge that day. And not, not in charge, but like, the guy who was running the Department of Defense would, you would assume, be the most, one of the most important voices in the question of what happened actually on January 6th. How could it have been prevented? And what, what was really going down? That man joins the program right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the great Cash Patel. Cash, thank you so much for being back on the program. What a ratchet shirt, boy. Look at that. What is it? The Donald Trump skull. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Orange man, bad. <laughs> for you, I got to break out the good stuff, man. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me back on. Cash, you have been on this. You have been on our program. You have been such a champion uh, for the truth about January 6th. And you have said for years on this program that Donald Trump could not have engaged in an insurrection because Donald Trump is the only person trying to prevent that from happening by ordering the National Guard, by allowing the National Guard to be used that day, a request that was declined by Nancy Pelosi and declined by Muriel Bowser in Washington, D.C. Now You've been banging that drum before there was any proof, right? And you've been you've been you've been telling that story on this program and breaking a lot of news, by the way, and doing so. And so we just have to say thank you for telling us the truth for all these years. And two, how's it feel to be right? <laughs> Look, you know, it's 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 really not about whether I was right or wrong. The part the point of government service, especially when you leave and you're asked to testify, is to tell the truth. You owe that to the American people, not to mention the fact that it's the law. Now, next to Russiagate, in my opinion, the events surrounding January 6th are the biggest disinformation campaign that the deep state and the fake news mafia have put out. Outside of the FISA abuse from Russiagate, this is a very close second. And look, I just posted again my January 6th transcript from the unselect committee of January 6th led by Pelosi and all those hooligans. It was the last transcript released. The week before Thanksgiving, I was the lead witness for Donald Trump in the Colorado case trying to kick him off the ballot. And do you know what's happened in those two years? First, it went to... Oh, you're wrong. Donald Trump did not authorize the National Guard. Now we know unequivocally he did because I put out the Bowser letter. I put out the Pelosi Capitol Police timeline. I put out the DOD timeline and I put out every other record I could find. They're literally in the back of this book, Government Gangsters. Like we 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 took them from the government, which is why Joe Biden hated for a year and put them out there into the bloodstream. And that's what it took us to break through. And that now they're like, oh, wait, he did authorize it. And Pelosi and Bowser did decline the request for National Guard days before January 6th. So now you know what the narrative is? Donald Trump should have ordered the National Guard and deployed them on January 6th and thereby committing insurrection. This is what we have to deal with. <laughs> the case in Colorado was literally, and these guys aren't stupid, the, the law pivots on words. A president is permitted to authorize the National Guard. A president, under all legal counsel advice, cannot deploy uniformed military soldiers in the United States of America. Do you want to know why? Because it would be an insurrection. <laughs> and now these guys are saying Donald Trump failed <laughs> to act and order the deployment of the National Guard <laughs> and thereby failed to commit an insurrection. So please kick him off the ballot. This is their logic now. And the mainstream media is buying it, not just the mainstream media. 
in about a week or so, I'm going to come out and list everybody in the media that has failed to cover the story accurately and also that got blackmailed by the January 6th committee, in my opinion, and bent the knee. So the tried and true legal method of I know you are, but what am I? This is good. This is I'm very glad they're they're really digging deep here into the legal philosophy. You yourself are a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yourself, of course, have defended law enforcement and have worked with law enforcement and have prosecuted big time bad guys uh, in our, with our federal government and in our federal government. And so I would like to play one or two clips for you, Cash, and just get your uh, snap takeaway of what's going on here. Let's begin. Here is a footage uh, of a man who was handcuffed on January 6th by Capitol Police and then fist bumped after being released by Capitol Police, clapped on the back and said, have a good day, sir. Can you please explain to me what's going on here? He's an obvious domestic terrorist and a MAGA supporter. He should be in prison for life. Uh, No, look, more so than just being a national security prosecutor is the fact that I was a public defender. And due process isn't selective. You cannot select what evidence to provide the public or the defendant. The Constitution requires you provide it all. Just like they buried evidence of innocence during Russiagate when they went up and illegally surveilled Donald Trump, the January 6th tapes show the prosecutors and the DOJ and the FBI, who've created a two-tier system of justice, have rigged these cases by selectively choosing what evidence to hide and what evidence to distribute so that they can maintain this bogus narrative, this disinformation campaign about an insurrection that never was. And just like in Russiagate, when we caught them, when they said, no, Cash Patel and Devin Nunes are lying, the FBI would never lie to a federal court. When we caught them lying, they, they went on to their next narrative. Donald Trump's a Russian asset. It doesn't matter. No big deal. So now they're doing the same thing. Oh, we know Nancy Pelosi and Bowser declined the National Guard. We know Donald Trump authorized up to 20,000 National Guardsmen and women days before January 6th. But we've got caught. So forget that. Donald Trump's an insurrectionist because he didn't order the National Guard deployed on January 6th. All of this has been perpetrated against the mainstream media to rig the next presidential election and and to continue the false narrative to try to take Donald Trump off the ballot. That's the end game here. They now want to say, since he committed insurrection, like this Colorado judge has me on the witness stand and then finds that even though Donald Trump can't be, can be on the ballot constitutionally, she finds he committed insurrection. It's legally impossible to make that finding, but they want the narrative out there. And what I, and what I literally said in the middle of court and my courtroom testimony was public. It's on TV. You can go back and watch it. And I was like, So you wanted him to break the law on January 6th and order the deployment of the National Guard, which has never been done in the history of the United States, just so you could have your insurrection narrative? And he didn't do that, but he committed insurrection anyway? Like, these aren't stupid people. Do you know the law firm that's representing the people, uh, the, the group to kick Donald Trump off the ballot? Do you know the law firm? King and Spaulding. Do you know who works there? Sally Yates. Rod Rosenstein, Gina Haspel. Do you know who used to be a member of that law firm as a name partner? Chris Ray. Incredible. I mean, if there were troops at the U.S. Capitol, you wouldn't have been seeing scenes like this. Horrible scenes, by the way. It's a big, big content warning here. Horrifying stuff. Uh, you're going to see slow meandering uh, people holding 25 cent uh, Walgreens American flags. Uh, 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 it's piece. terrifying. It's rated X. It's, Turn it's it off. Ter- yeah, that's right. I mean, if we, they, like the, the the horrors that you shall see are beyond comprehension here uh, for the uh, Capitol Police and 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 for our, our nation. Um, again, what is your reaction to this? Having seen now the footage, I assume that this is new footage to you, right? As well, these releases. Uh, and as you see these peaceful scenes, and we'll play a couple of them, uh, the doors being opened, people leaving peacefully when they're asked to leave. Talk us through like this was just a trap, right? This was a this was a this was a premeditated trap, correct? Yeah. And you want to know something that's not going to help my popularity? Um, why not subpoena Kevin McCarthy and ask him why he took two years to release this footage? Oh wait, he never did. 
Why wasn't this out the door on day one? So the American public and the media could fight the false narrative of disinformation. He could have released it. He promised to release it. I'm not attacking him personally, but when you serve in a public office of that high position and you make a statement to the American people that you're going to release the footage and you fail to do so, then you must be questioned as to why you fail to do so. No one has given me an answer that justifies the preclusion or the seclusion of evidence of innocence for so many people charged on January 6th. And on top of that, this insurrection narrative is again going to rig presidential elections. Why aren't we providing the American public with all the information so they could adjudicate that decision at the polls? Not in a courtroom where it doesn't belong because it's completely bogus, but at the polls. It's a political decision. So why did the head political officer in charge, Kevin McCarthy, not release these tapes? I don't that's know. That's such a – that's that's and you you don't know I don't know but it does seem um, like there is some type of mendacity there because why wouldn't you want people to see footage like this people taking selfies hey look at that there's your twenty five cent Walgreens American flag people taking selfies respecting the building walking within the velvet ropes my favorite part about the terrorist insurrection is they maintain inside the velvet ropes you were serving in the trump administration when leftist orcs overran the white house and injured a bunch of secret service officers and cops and burned white house buildings to the ground do you think that if they had lowered the gates and let those people into the white house that you'd see images like this or would you see the building on fire well, yeah, I mean, we know the answer to that, and I'll do you one better. Let's just go back to a week or two ago when protesters vandalized, vandalized White House property and statues of her founding father by putting blood red paint all over yes. the walls of the White House property and these statues. Now, when you analogize that to some of the criminal activity that has been prosecuted from in and around January 6th, there was a lot of crimes relating to vandalism. Where is Chris Ray and Merrick Garland's prosecution yes. of these criminals? And when I say we have a two-tier system of justice, the rubes at MSNBC and CNN say, oh, that's political theater. No, it's not. It's a fair question. I want one system of justice. If you're going to prosecute them from January 6th for that activity, why aren't you prosecuting them for the same activity, if not more egregious activity, as it relates to protesting for Hamas? Yes. Because they did it during the Biden administration and it's OK to be supportive of Hamas, which, by the way, just to remind the entire world, is a foreign terrorist organization. Donald Trump didn't come up with that label. It's been around for 25 years. Joe Biden didn't remove that label. They're terrorists today. If you send them a message, you are sending a foreign terrorist organization a message. If you send them money, you're helping them. I'm just asking basic questions which defy logic and law, but you and I know the answer. Your audience knows the answer. It is a selective system of justice that so many have caught on to, and I think the only person that can break it is Donald Trump. I mean, he's literally breaking them every day, Colorado, D.C., Florida, New York, whatever, right? And who knows what they're going to come up with next? This is what I tell everyone. If you don't think they're coming up with Russiagate 27.0, you haven't been watching anything these last eight years. I mean, they're saving their best for last. Like, it's coming. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's coming. So I would like to expound on that and drill down a little bit more. But we did go to Washington, D.C. moments after the Hamas erection at the White House. We filmed our team filmed this. This was these are the White House gates. By the way, this these are the gates that the press go in and out. This is the press entrance at the White House. It's funny how you didn't see any tweets about this from the corporate media, even though they were wandering through these gates. Probably 100 plus reporters go in and out of these gates every day. And nothing, nothing from corporate journalists why about this. Why hasn't Congress subpoenaed the video footage so we know who these people are? My question is, Cash, is under a the next Trump administration, which presumably you would be serving in, uh, what would be the recourse here? Will you go after these insurrectionists in, Was in Washington, D.C., the Hamas insurrectionists who are clearly – Vandalizing government property, uh, uh, disrupting official proceedings, uh, trespassing, uh, fighting cops. Yeah, look, what we will do is we will break what's broken. 
And right now what's broken is the system of justice and the weaponization of intelligence and the politicization of law enforcement. And what we have to be careful with, Benny, and I think you know this too, is mm -hmm. we can't act out um, acts of revenge and vengeance. But you're right. When people have broken the law and got away with it, as long as the statute of limitations has not run, that's the law, then you mm -hmm. prosecute them. You prosecute everybody, Republican, Democrat, Green Party, Independent, whatever, the party of the moon. It doesn't matter. You have to – we don't have trust in our law enforcement anymore because they are making these decisions. You get a pass. It was for Biden. It was for Hamas. It was for the mainstream media. Don't worry. Nothing's ever going to happen to you. If you're pro-Trump, if you dare to protest outside an abortion clinic, if you dare to go to a house of worship, if you dare to interfere with your children's education at a school board meeting, the FBI will prosecute you. And hey, I've got a major breaking announcement. How about just like 30 minutes ago? Google notified me yet again that the FBI sent out subpoenas for my personal information when I was the chief investigator on the Russiagate uh, case for the Congress. Yet again, I've already sued the FBI and DOJ for it. I now know they've done it multiple times. I just got the email 30 minutes ago. This is a two-tier system of justice I'm talking about. Where's the outrage on Capitol Hill? What are Jim Jordan and company doing when you have a dozen senior staffers who were unlawfully surveilled to get dirt on their bosses, Devin, Jim, all these people, because Rod Rosenstein and Chris Ray didn't like that we were exposing their corruption. It's another administrative form of a two-tier system of justice. You know, if they're not going to do the work, that's fine. That's what my lawsuit's for. I sued Chris Ray. I sued Rod Rosenstein. By the way, I sued Robert Hers, who's the current special counsel. I'm going to get all their communications. I'm going to depose them in public, and they're going to answer for it. You talk about the lack of faith in law enforcement. I know that you're a big time defender of law enforcement and you're a big fine defender of the rank and file you know, agents that are out in the field. Uh, however, as we look through the new January 6th footage cash, it seems like there was some level of incitement when it comes to what was happening there at the Capitol that day. It seems like the, everything was at sort of a standstill and just like every crowd or every mob, it just sort of disperses, right, uh, after a while. But then you have clips like this. Here's a uh, old woman that is being thrown down the Capitol steps uh, right here. You can see you know, we, you can see this is this is a, a woman. A, a, this is a woman who's I don't know her exact age, mm -hmm. and I don't know her exact identity. She's being chucked down the Capitol steps. You can also see the firing of smoke canisters and smoke grenades into the crowd uh, that seems to have been uh, totally, uh, completely peaceful at the time. And a lot of people not sure where they even were. Right, like there were legal permits for a protest at the Capitol at that time. And so I think a lot of people were just told to march there peacefully. Uh, and you're seeing this, your thoughts on this footage, right? When, when it comes to the sort of incitement element of it, um, buttressing the fact that there's clips of the cops saying, we're just pissing them off. You're just kicking a hornet's nest. Yeah, look, you're right. You know, you always want to protect law enforcement lawfully and you want them to defend themselves lawfully. And what you have to now do is find out some of these actors and have Congress subpoena them because DOJ and FBI aren't going to do anything. So if you want answers, you got to use the power of Congress and not cede away your constitutional oversight like the Republican majority has, in my opinion, for too, mm. far too long and enforce those subpoenas. And look, the incitement point that you're making leads to this defense called entrapment. But Beyond that, what should have happened is the FBI and DOJ needed to collectively make decisions before prosecution decisions were made to say, wait a second, if some old lady's getting chucked down the stairs, if they're throwing smoke bombs, do we really want to charge some of these people? And look, like you led the top of your show is how I always lead January 6th conversations. Some people committed some pretty heinous acts and they need to go to prison for a long time. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people didn't. And what they did was they chose a system of justice that was selective and they weaponized it to put out and complement a narrative that they wanted out there. MAGA is a domestic terrorist. 
Donald Trump committed insurrection, and we are going to continue to beat that drum so we can rig yet another presidential election. And oh, by the way, we're going to sit on evidence of innocence and grotesque acts of violence by law enforcement for as long as we can so that we can carry out our disinformation campaign. It's the same playbook as they always use. And now the media is on, you know, the mainstream media is past January 6th. All they care about is insurrection, insurrection, insurrection. MAGA is terrorist. MAGA is terrorist. They don't actually care about real terrorists killing people and starting wars overseas. But this old lady here apparently is one of them. Hmm. I, I, I know that you are a man who knows a great deal, Cash. And I know that you are a man who's worked inside of our federal government. You've seen these actors up close. You were the chief investigator on Russiagate. You've been right. It's hard to find anything that you've been wrong about, to be quite honest <laughs> with you. Uh, Just hang out with me for a couple of days. We'll get a lot wrong. <laughs> uh, I actually encourage you to do that. If you have a chance to hang out with Cash Patel, you should. I have taken that opportunity and it didn't disappoint. Ladies and gentlemen, um, but Cash Patel, I have the final question for you, which is you say that they're cooking up something for 2024. Things are going too well. I'm starting to get that like spidey sense. It's like yeah. we at the, at the top of the show, we're like, look at all these polls. Look at Donald Trump crushing. Look at Donald Trump in South Carolina, the standing, roaring, deafening ovation. Joe Biden can't even go to Nantucket without being booed, right, and and and, and heckled everywhere he goes. He has to change his presidential route yeah. just to get away from protesters. What do you think will happen for the next 11 months? What is your prediction? Man. They are going to come after him 10 times as hard as they are coming after him right now. Him, Donald Trump, and the America First movement. And I don't, I think they're going to use justice. I think they're going to use the FBI. I think they're going to um, commit more acts of unlawful surveillance. I mean, these are just things that are uh, every day for them now that they don't even care about because they won't get caught till later. But what is it ultimately leading to? I think they're going to find a way to remove Joe Biden hmm. because they know they can't have him be the candidate. Probably by charging Hunter Biden with something super serious and then having Joe come in and um, commute his sentence or pardon him and say, OK, I'm done. I'm out. Put in whoever you want, um, you know, Gavin Newsom or whatever. I think that's the likely scenario for me that that's going to happen. But I don't know specifically how how they're going to come after Donald Trump in America first. But I do know that they're going to they're already doing it and we'll probably see it from the mouths of Garland and Ray. Wow. The, the people who are really in charge. Yeah. And selfishly buy this book. Bestseller. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Blueprint for 2024 Government Gangsters. Bestseller. Go to governmentgangsters.com. Pop it up on screen. Governmentgangsters.com. Available now. Get the signed version. You won't be disappointed. The great Cash Patel. God bless you, sir. Merry Christmas. It's going to be a wild one. Happy holidays, my friend. And thanks for helping me deconstruct and defeat the deep state. We got a long way to go. My man. Ladies and gentlemen, so excited to do this show every single day. We love this audience. We love you as our team members. We love you fighting in the brigade with us. And to be able to have guests on this program that actually speak to real knowledge of events, you know, like there, there's so much that we're just not present at and we can't we can't access. And Cash Patel is the guy who was the man in the arena, like he knows it all. And he's been on this program faithfully and truthfully for years. ALX, when was our last, when was our first booking of Cash Patel? I mean, geez, like it was years ago, maybe two years ago. Such a legend, such a legend. July 4th of 2022, yeah, it's pretty incredible. And Cash has been coming on and spitting truth to you the entire time. And ladies and gentlemen, if you've been watching this program, most likely on a mobile device, maybe. We don't care how you watch, but on a mobile device, you should be watching on Patriot Mobile. Because you would want to see Cash Patel in crisp definition and have dependable wireless coverage. That's why we use Patriot Mobile every single day. And Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, has a Christmas special. Christmas is a Christian holiday, and we are proud of it, much like Thanksgiving. Patriot Mobile is extending their Black Friday deal to every Friday Matters deal. 
You can get a free smartphone when you make the switch today. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the access to all three major networks without funding the left. So get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Benny or call 972-PATRIOT and use promo code FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone. It's a pretty great deal. Joe Biden's America. Everybody can use the extra help and watch The Benny Show on your Patriot Mobile device. Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, uh, going to embark on a very special week here at the uh, at the program. That's all I can say right now. We have some big time Christmas uh, Christmas activities planned. We are going to make um, we are going to put our money where our mouth is this week and make uh, do some do some special things for our fellow countrymen and women because we care about America first. And we're, we don't just say that. We, we mean that. We're going to put that to action uh, this week. And we're very excited about it. And we're excited to tell you about it. You'll be the first to know about some of the new happenings at the program if you join the Benny Brigade. Please consider joining the Benny Brigade. That is how you can directly support our show. Keep us independent. And, of course, get this, the greatest keychain known to man. The most patriotic keychain in America with the salty army right on the back. Ladies and gentlemen, go to BennyJohnson.com slash brigade and sign up for the Benny Brigade today, along with thousands of other members who get a chance to ask questions of our guests, communicate directly with us, and of course, the keychain when you sign up for an annual membership to the Benny Brigade. It costs less than a subway $5 foot long. That's not even a thing anymore. Joe Biden's destroyed that. They destroyed the dollar menu at McDonald's. I mean, it's like, like this guy. We got to stop him, and we're going to stop him here by remaining independent media and by appealing to heaven, as we do on the show every single day. Galatians five one for our verse of the day. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm, and then do not let yourselves be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. Ah, what a, what a great verse! What a great verse! They want you to be slaves. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Don't be a slave. Be free. Is what the scriptures say. When they tell you what you can think, when they tell you what you can say, when they tell you what you can eat or where you can live, when they tell you who you must vote for, you are a slave. When they try and limit your movement, when they try and limit your thought, when they limit how you can raise your children, you're a slave. They're trying to inject you with something that they claim, they claim you must take in order to keep your job. These mandates make you a slave. You are a slave in that system. Do not be a slave. You're actually commanded here in the New Testament to not be a slave to be seed free because Christ has set us free. And this is the season of Christ, Christ's arrival on earth and our celebration of it. And we intend on celebrating and we'll celebrate with you. And we're thankful for you. It's your boy, Benny. This is The Benny Show. See ya.